Hello, and welcome to the Lofting Place Podcast. We're recording on October 7, 2019. Currently, the most boring Monday Night Football game is on ESPN. The Niners have 31 points. The Browns have three points, and it's just a bloodbath. Um, but it is our special Halloween spooktacular. Ooh. Are you scared, Kyle? I'm scared that half of our podcast crew has passed away and is not here. And by half, you mean a third? Well, depends on if you're counting a guest who's also not here yet. Oh, yeah. So we're still waiting on Jeremiah, who's, I don't know, doing something stupid. Um, <laughs> Kyle at <Adam>. Odds are. <laughs> um, so this is part of our 31 nights, or sorry, excuse me, 31 days of Halloween per, uh, event where we're posting something Halloween themed every day. Either it is 31 Halloween, nights. Fall. What's that? The freeform thing is 31 nights. Yeah, but ours is branded 31 days as to is not it? have. Didn't yeah. even know. <laughs> <laughs> or at least it should be. Um, the short code but... does not say that. <laughs> eh, whatever. It's 31 nights, 31 days. It, it's the same thing. Night comes to day, day comes to night. And uh, so we're going to talk Halloween. Uh, the big sort of Halloween thing from the company this year we can't talk about, which is Maleficent, Mistress of Evil, because they're still an embargo. And you know, uh, you know the, you know they got faith in the movie when the embargo is like two days before the release of the film. <laughs> and the other big thing is Oogie Boogie's Halloween Bash, which is sold out, so we can talk about it. But uh, you can't go if you don't have a ticket already. So it just seems a little rude. But we're gonna talk about our favorite Disney Halloween things. And so on. Anything you got to add before we get going, Kyle? No. Let's let's jump into it. Let's jump into it. So first thing we're going to talk about is the our favorite Disney Halloween movie. Do you have a favorite Disney Halloween movie? I mean, I the list is pretty limited. Um, does Monsters, Inc. count? Monsters, Inc. would count. All right. Then it's uh, Monsters, Inc. That is... My favorite Pixar movie and among my favorite Disney movies, so it makes perfect sense that it would be in my running for Halloween films. Well, my favorite Halloween movie, well, I, I enjoy Monster, I enjoy Monsters Inc. more than I enjoy this film. However, when I'm in a Halloween mood, my favorite is the Ichabod part portion of the Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad. Nice. And even though you notice that they call it the Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad, except Mr. Toad goes. Like they reverse it in the actual film. Um, Mr. Toad I hadn't noticed it because it's been a very, very, very long time since I've seen that. Do they still do that thing at wherever they did it <laughs> at Walt Disney World, or was that canceled this year because of construction and stuff? Yeah, it got canceled. They're talking about the like the the screening with the headless horseman and all that. Yeah, yeah. It that due to construction, they are not doing it this year. Although I remember back when it was like the haunted hayride, and you had to go to the kennel like that morning to buy tickets. It was like a like I don't know, you know, just pre-internet and all. I mean, not pre-internet, but pre-Disney booking things through the internet. And you would go on this hayride, and the headless horseman would like swing the sword over your head, and you think safety didn't get to this. This is very dangerous. And your 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 hayride would start going really fast, and it was spooky, and then they didn't do it the next year. And I had lots of theories as to why without knowing the real answer. 
I remember when we posted about the the latest thing a couple of years ago, and apparently nobody else knew about it. None of the other sites were reporting on it, and even when some people were like, um, I called in and they had no idea what I was talking about. But then it turned out to be <laughs> true, and it turned out to be a big hit. So hopefully it comes back. Yeah, hopefully it does. Do you have a favorite Disney parks thing to do, like at Halloween time? Yeah, I mean, Even if it's not like a Halloween time thing, but like a Halloween, like something you do every Halloween, or if you know, if you can. Yeah, I mean, I. It's pretty cliche, but I do love the not so scary more so than the. I mean, I haven't done Oogie Boogie Bash, but I liked the Disney World parties better than the Disneyland ones in the previous iteration. Um, although this time. My wife and I were considering going to a party, but it was basically came down to, do we want to go to a Halloween party or do we want to try out Takumi Tay? And price-wise, they were fairly comparable. So uh, we decided to go for dinner since even though they do have new entertainment and stuff at Not So Scary this year, you know, we've basically done it. So I'm a little sad that we didn't do it this time, but it was worth it because Takumi Tay was really great. So. Okay, well, I'm going to, Get one second, and we're going to get Jeremiah on the line, and he can talk to us about the Halloween party. A few moments later. So now that we got Jeremiah on the line, can you tell us what's new this year at Mickey's Not-So-Scary, Very Merry Christmas Party Halloween version? Uh, fireworks. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> right. is this, is this are you feeling okay? That are you heavily medicated? For both, that is the correct answer. There are new fireworks for both parties. Um, there are different boom booms. Different boom booms in the sky. So, so uh, the new fireworks show is kind of cool, though, right? I mean, it's got like you know projection mapping, which you know why wouldn't it? But it's got the trick or treat song in it. Yes, it has trick or treat, which as as luck would have it, uh, fanboy. We went to the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween party and probably 20 minutes before the fireworks started he turned to me and goes you know they don't use the trick-or-treat song enough and i didn't say a word because i'd seen the fireworks and i just waited for him and then when it started he just looked at me like oh um yes the new fireworks have projection mapping <sighs> the projection mapping is really neat the fireworks tell more of a story because they go with the projection mapping as opposed to Hollow Wishes, which was the villains trick-or-treating and everybody scream and everybody scream. This is Mickey, Minnie, Goofy, Pluto. I think it's just them. Uh, go to a house and trick-or-treat and they go in. And then at one point, there's a skeleton dance that's mixed with steps in time. Because why wouldn't it be? Yeah, that one I still don't get. <laughs> um, but it is... The projection mapping is really neat. The music is less villainous and more fun. So Not to be confused with villainous, the new Nighttime Spectacular at Disney California Adventure Park. There is no Bobcat Goldthwait in this uh, show. Um, <laughs> random. Um, but there's the new fireworks, the parade. They added in uh, the bride for the Haunted Mansion sequence is 
levitating or ghostly floating, as people have said. She's kind of do. She does what the uh, fairies do in the uh, Festival of Fantasy Parade, where they kind of float around due to some magic, aka a segue. Um, and they <laughs> added in the Incredibles into it, which they kind of just took older floats and threw them all together. So it's a really fun parade, and they just kind of added to it. What did you think, fanboy? You saw it. It, I mean, the the parade, I mean, it, you know, they tweak that every year. It's not a huge game changer. Uh, as long as they still have Clara Cluck, uh, I'm a happy camper. <laughs> um, but uh, I like the fireworks show. I, I mean, as much as I hate to like, I swear that I, that, uh, Hollow, well, Hollow Wishes has only been yeah. there like five years, but apparently that's wrong. Because um, uh, I remember that's... when they just did like a weird version of Fancy in the Sky with a witch instead of uh, Tinkerbell. Yeah. But uh, I, I, I think that's a win. The parties just seem to get more and more crowded, and I don't know if it's just the days I'm going, because um, you know, I used to go very early on in the season. Now I kind of go when I'm available. But, and it, you know, and I, I'm kind of getting over the whole trick or treating component of it. Um, I'm not. Especially since now, I, now, now we, now that I go to two parties like this every year, and I, I have to say, Oogie Boogie Bash has the better treat experience. Because they have things that aren't candy. No, because they have they're like themed. Hmm. Yeah, like and the old is, uh, trails used to be at Magic Kingdom years and years ago. Yeah, and and. And they have characters in them. I mean, not all of them, but, you know, most of them. I feel like Disney World has, like, the Laugh Floor one, which is kind of cool. You get to go through there and kind of walk through Laugh Floor. Uh, they didn't do it this year, but one year they did Tiki Room. Um, if At Oogie Boogie Bash, like, let's say you go into the animation building. All, in all the screens, they have, like, Oogie Boogie-style stuff. And Oogie Boogie there is there. It's not a meet and greet, but you go through and he's talking to you and interacting with you while you know you go to different candy spots and you're inside the building or the one at the Hyperion is the Mad Hatter or the Evil Queen is kind of around the backside of Grizzly River Run or whatever you call that Maleficent I believe is uh, in Con well, what is it called now Where, the area formerly known as Condor Flats uh, I think the Grizzly Peak uh, Grizzly Air, 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 Air yeah. whatever Condor, it'll always be Condor Flats to me um, or, or the Winnie the Pooh part of the parking lot. Um, <laughs> but Oh, it wasn't Pooh further... I just, I, I have no idea. I just made it okay. up. <laughs> um, um, <laughs> I knew you were going to call me out on that. <laughs> uh, so I, I just... And they have less treat trails like, like compared to Magic Kingdom, but there's more spots in them, and they... I don't know, just... If, instead of just going to like waiting in line to get you know, one, to get one piece of can not one piece of candy but one, you know two to three pieces of candy, it just doesn't seem like a good time investment anymore. I don't know and, what kind of treat trails you're going to where they're giving you two to three pieces of candy because I get massive handfuls. Yeah, it kind of depends. Well, I think the, I the can tell you. Yeah, the first night, like it, I I've in the past have gone to not so scary. I've gone to like three throughout the season 
and the first night is almost always like, okay, here's two pieces of candy from everyone. And then when you get to like to the mid October, they're like, here are two handfuls because we're only going to have a thousand boxes backstage when the season's over anyway. I also think they might have overdid that sort of annual pass for not so scary parties. Um, it just seemed a little busy. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know anything. I'm not trying to like, I just feel like, I don't know. You were paying a premium for a premium experience in the park and it's just not that anymore. Now it's just a different type of ticket. Yeah. Um, it, I completely agree and to totally jump on the even though I haven't done Oogie Boogies like that is what I feel not so scary used to be where they used to have unique characters I mean I can hear I remember hearing the story of how um, Goliath from Gargoyles was behind the castle for three years and now you know if there are characters out, they're the exact same characters. It's Oogie Boogie, it's Jack and Sally, it's the basics. And it, Not So Scary has definitely hit the point where it, I think it needs it needs an upgrade, not just fireworks or throwing turning off the lights on one attraction. And, yeah, and they, and they've, I mean, they've tried to upgrade it, so. I'm not, I want to give them credit. I just don't think they've been as successful as I felt like at Disney Conference Adventure. They knew they had to move it. They knew they had to up their game. And I feel like they excelled a lot more, even though I'm not a huge villainous fan. But what they did at uh, Redwood Creek Challenge Trail with the villain, well, I don't know, Grove, um, I felt that was a good win. The characters, the projection mapping they did on... Carthay Circle. Their parade always has been lackluster, but whatever. And I just feel it's a better, I don't know, more of a holistic experience in the park. And you got, you're right, you have different characters. You know, you have the Disney Afternoon friends, you had the Kingdom Hearts folks, you had uh, Disney Channel, like Ron and Kim Stoppable, Ron Stoppable and Kim Possible. I just thought that was, you know, it makes it feel special as opposed to just, you know, a after hours event uh, has anyone i know i think i'm the only one person who's seen villainous but you guys have you guys watched the video of it no, no not yet fanboy <laughs> okay. did you know that you took me to my first disney halloween party i did no yeah. when i, I don't remember that at all walt disney world we went to uh, not so scary and that was my first time on either coast really yeah that's probably when i got free tickets um, they were not quite free. At least I, I paid yeah. you. So. Oh, okay. So. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, yeah. I can remember one of the first time. Well, not one of the first times, but one of the first visits where I actually interacted with Fanboy was at Mickey's Not So Scary, because I ran into him on Main Street. What was I doing on Main Street? Um, Never mind. Um, oh, we're not allowed to talk about that because I have a funny story. <laughs> we can when he came to pick me up from mco he was working a party so he was still dressed in that like outfit which is was hilarious he saw the glitter on him and like the little uh the stripe vest thing did he have the bow tie of course i think i still have a bow tie um i they used to do it where i had i not had to but i guess like 
every other party we, they would have come and make our like put face paint on us and like to make us look spooky and it was always sort of a gamble as to how long it would be before I forgot I had face paint on my face and screwed it all up. <laughs> that random scratch. I don't, you know, so here's a question. Do you prefer the Christmas parties or the Halloween parties? I prefer the Halloween parties. Christmas is, here's cookies and here's uh, cider or now ice, uh, snow cones. And I love the parade. The fireworks, I, I will be very sad. The Christmas fireworks are my favorite. And I'll be sad for the new show. I mean, unless it really blows me away. But I prefer everything at Halloween with the exception of the Christmas fireworks. I, I don't know that I whether I prefer it or I don't know what the word is uh, to the Hocus Pocus show. But I love that new Christmas uh Oh, yes. That's right. That's only been going for three years, so my mind hasn't caught up with it. Has it been three years? Yeah. (laughs) Wow. The theme of this year's podcasting is going to be, wow, I'm old. (laughs) Just so you know. To me, what's weird is is that, like, first of all, you only get the hard ticket Christmas experience at Disney World. You don't get that at Disneyland. They just give it to all their guests. And I feel like I don't know. I still feel like the the Christmas parties feel greedy. Like I think we understand. Like we're gonna have an after hours event where you go trick or treating through the park, but I still feel like the Christmas stuff should just be part of being at the park at Christmas. Call me old fashioned. You're old fashioned. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. As someone who's never done a Christmas party, they've always appealed to me. Not because of the entertainment. It just sounds like a like a nice, I mean, I guess it depends on the crowds. If those are overcrowded, then that would yes. not be good. But if it was, you know, decent, then it would be like an after hours event where you get cookies instead of ice cream and stuff. Yeah. To jump on the fanboy bandwagon, back in my day, the Christmas party used to only be a sugar cookie and hot cocoa. There was no apple cider. There were no other choices. And they gave you a free photo that they would mail to you. Yeah. You could walk on every single attraction with no weight. Now the Christmas parties are multiple different snack options, including apples and snow cones. And they have a great show and the parade. But it, I feel like the lines are longer during the Christmas party than they are during the day time. Yeah, I, I don't know what was better, the good old days or the new days, but it's definitely changed. And you don't realize it because, like, it just changes year by year a little bit. They didn't have, like, some big brand new, like, this exciting new year. Like, eventually those photos went away, which were always so stupid. And and you waited forever for them, but it was a thing that you did because you paid for it. And uh, it used to only be the hot cookies and hot cocoa. So you go to 12 different places around the park to get the same thing. And, uh, which... Seems a little silly in hindsight. Or awesome. Yeah, but you get the, I mean, the, the highlight of that parade is, I mean, the highlight of that party is obviously the parade. Although I'm realizing we're going to have nothing to talk about during our Countdown to Christmas podcast, so we should probably move on. Um, do you, so, do you have any Disney 
Halloween traditions. Jeremiah? Uh, Mickey's not-so-scary Halloween party. Yeah, you really can come up with anything else, huh? Uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm a single guy. No. <laughs> so you know what that means. He's available, ladies. Uh, <laughs> what about you, Kyle? I mean, not really. Um, my wife still hasn't seen Sleeping Beauty, so maybe we'll start a tradition of watching that. Your wife has not seen Sleeping Beauty? No. We bought it on Blu-ray a couple years, and I still haven't made her watch it. It's not, like, it's not a made a thing. It's, not like, it's like one of Disney's like crowning achievements. I know. You don't have 90 minutes to go see Sleeping Beauty? It's not even 90 minutes, is it? It's... Uh, I don't know. Well, Mr. Sabiba felt like three days. Um. <laughs> so. Oh, wait, are there any other movies she hasn't seen, Kyle, that we need to jump on this? I mean, probably. There's probably a bunch I haven't seen that I'd get yelled at for. Jungle I only Book saw Hocus start? Pocus like a year ago. Yeah, that, that's understandable. Yeah. That wasn't popular until about three years ago. So I miss the Disney Halloween TV specials. Like they had a Disney Halloween, a Disney Channel Halloween. And it would just show you the same sort of villain clips from like in Skeleton Dance and uh, the Magic Mirror. I, but I kind of miss the hokiness of those. Now we get the hokiness of, of uh, Vanessa Hudgens and uh, Jordan Fisher at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery. Because that's not tacky. So here's a, here's a question for you. Who does Jordan Fisher know? <laughs> Everyone. <laughs> he, no, like, is his goal like to have his presence in all six domestic theme parks? Because with, because uh, he's gonna be in that what's it like, Magic Happens parade. So he's that. He has the um, happily ever after. Is that which which fire? Yeah. What's the name of the fireworks? Happily ever after. When you wish upon it. Uh, I always um, get that and the projection show confused. They still do the projection show? Yeah. <laughs> that seems pointless. And then, like, for Pixar Fest, he came out and sang, we got a, you got a friend of me. I don't think it ended up anywhere, but he sang it for some reason. <laughs> um, he always hosts the Christmas parade. Or, I'm sorry, the Christmas special it's no longer about the parade. Yeah, we haven't heard anything about that this year, have we? No, but we won't until probably end of October when they start announcing to cast members about special dates and everybody starts going, oh, I have to go and wear sweaters when it's 90 degrees out. It's funny because, you know, since they have cast members being the audience there, there's always a certain type of look all the people in that parade have. Like that, you know, that cast member look. Wait, we're going into Christmas again. We need to scale back to Halloween time. Oh, yeah. At Disneyland. Let's talk about Thanksgiving. What do Disney fans do on Thanksgiving? Celebrate Christmas? Read LaughingPlace.com uh, to find out our turkey of the year. Oh, yeah. Well, we have to oh, pick that, don't we? Good plug. <laughs> the list is growing. <laughs> um, I feel like... Disney needs to make a decent Halloween movie because I'm tired of being stuck with Nightmare Before Christmas and which Hocus Pocus which over and over again. 
Maybe they should do. Maybe we need to bring back Mr. Boogity. What about Halloween Town and Halloween Town Two? And wasn't there a three? Well, Halloween Town, yeah, but that's like, I don't know, decom level. They um. Really, Hocus Pocus is decom level. Just... Well, that that's a good point. Um, but I don't, you know, Alex and I went to uh like uh. Oregon to go to where Halloween Town was filmed, uh, and they had the cast there. I guess they do like a Halloween Town festival. I don't know if they still do. They did that year. I believe that was two years ago, fanboy. Just to try to keep your timeline in order. And, I'm uh, excited to go up to Sleepy Hollow. Oh yeah, you're going for D23 event. Can you talk a little bit about what that is? Because I don't remember. <laughs> um. It's D23 heads to the hollow. And I really tried to not read a lot about it just because I've done, with Laughing Place, I've done amazing things that I never pictured I would do in my lifetime. But for some reason, going to Sleepy Hollow to celebrate the, I think it's the 200th anniversary, but they're taking us around Sleepy Hollow and they're going to show us like the bridge and the church and the um, the hall where they do the dance or they, the dance would have happened if Sleepy Hollow was a real story and it's it's an all night activity which I can't wait to experience and if they don't have the Headless Horseman ride at some point I will be very disappointed or at least walk slowly so he doesn't slide. It was Washington Irving, and it was published in 1820, so it's almost the 200th birthday. I think it's the anniversary of the movie, though, right? The Johnny Depp one? No. The, the Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad. Oh. No, I think it has something to do with Washington Irving. <laughs> okay. Uh, let me see here. If only there was a place called the Internet. I'm looking. 1949, uh, so it's the... Of the movie. Go which to is the, 70th. the D23 site. And look I'm at working on it. I'm working okay. on it. Give me a minute. Calm down. The 70th anniversary of Disney's classic, The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. But isn't there something in there about the 200th? Yeah, 200th anniversary of Washington Irving's original frightening tale. Fairy okay, tale. So, so they're kind of lying about that, but <laughs> it's D twenty three math. The only place where they have to watermark their own logo. Moving right along. You remember when they announced a Muppets Halloween special that never happened at the I first expo? When they didn't announce the Josh Gad. Muppets project that they did announce was canceled? Well, they didn't announce it. Josh Gad announced it was canceled. I thought they announced it was canceled. No. Okay. So what are you going to go as on Halloween as? I give out candy now. I'm old. And I give out... If you come to my house, you'll probably get Disney stuff that we got sent to review that I don't have room for in my house. <laughs> oh, so it's like D23. So like, like 
like uh, if I see someone dressed up in like a Descendants outfit, I usually give them something from Descendants or you know so on and so forth. And if you come based on the DreamWorks property, you get nothing. We just leave a bowl of candy out in front of our apartment, and maybe two pieces are gone by the end of the night. We live at we leave a little poster of Aziz Ansari. It says "Treat yourself," and uh, <laughs> that's our Halloween tradition. It has nothing to do with Disney until we buy NBC, I guess. But NBC, give it time. What do you do for Halloween, Jeremiah? You just, do you work or you stay home or do you do do you go potty like it's nineteen? Hold up, it is. <laughs> so many millennium jokes. <laughs> Well, it's the year of millennium. He's not only is was he in Disney's Aladdin, but he was in Gemini twice. When we went to go see Hocus Pocus to go see Alex, so Alex could review the new Spark Shorts, the premiere of Gemini Man was across the street. Mm. I was kind of hoping they would promote it like they used to promote uh, Parent Trap, where they'd go Hilly Mills and Hilly Mills star in Parent Trap. I kind of wanted them to go like Will Smith and Will Smith star in Gemini Man. But Haley Mills is two separate characters. Will Smith is just Will Smith, two different ages. Is that? I thought they cloned him or something. They did. Is it time is it time travel? Okay. Well, actually, you don't know. I, I haven't seen it. <laughs> and that's about as much the biggest role Gemini Man will play in my life because I have no interest. I don't even know who's making it. Wiki Gemini Man. Remember when Will Smith had, like, the longest streak of $100 million movies and then didn't? Oh, wow. He, it is being produced by Jerry Bruckheimer. So you know what that means? We dodged that bullet. And it's being released by Paramount. When is Jerry Bruckheimer making uh, National Treasure 3? Uh, I still need to know what's on page 58. Well, how long until the... There, uh, shock stockholder meeting. I'm sure we'll get an answer. <laughs> I bet you, um, you know who wants it more than you do? Nick Cage. <laughs> what is Nick Cage's last big movie? I'm he's in uh, Spider Verse. Oh, that's right. Correct. Wow. If you go to his Wikipedia page, it doesn't give a filmography. Really? That's that's that's, that's kind of sad. Uh, using he uh nope that's not out yet. Um, wow, a lot of his movies don't even have Wikipedia links. Um, yeah, you're right. He's in he was in Spider Verse. He was also in Teen Titans Go to the Movie. Yep, he oh, played that was He played Superman finally. Oh, the that's last, right. Uh, did, is this a thing that I've heard of? Nope. I saw Inconceivable, but then I got confused with um, uh, Princess Bride. Um. Something called The Death of Superman Lives, Left yeah, Behind. Animated. Okay, last thing he did that was somewhat successful was The Croods in 2015. Wasn't that, was that the animated? Like, yes. Yeah, with Emma Stone, DreamWorks. Directed mm-hmm. by Dean Dubois of the No One Stitch fame, who is now working on something else that I just saw for a different company because he left DreamWorks. Because, you know, there's no more dragons to dream. But Halloween and Disney. Hey, <laughs> right. so so back to Halloween and Disney. Um, so I'm going to go on my little freeform tirade. Oh. So freeform, <laughs> nine months of the year, has like 
edgy social commentary shows, not not value judging in any way, but you know, shows that's trying to raise uh, you know, that self describes it as woke. Um and then for like in September we get thirty days of Disney cartoons and Halloween and Christmas. It's like two different channels. It's like Nick at Night and Nickelodeon. Or like Hallmark Channel. Right. Isn't sometimes they show like all these Christmas movies? No, sometimes they show Golden Girls and Frasier, and then it gets preempted for Christmas movies. Wait, wouldn't wouldn't Freeform be three different channels? Because after like eleven o'clock, doesn't it go to um? Oh, seven hundred for like TVN. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. for two hours a day, it has the seven hundred club, which I have not seen. Although they they did post an article about Frozen 3 uh, which was apparently referenced a, a film site I'm not familiar with called We've Got This Covered so I I, I, get, I don't know how reliable they are but that's, uh, that was where uh, CBN who produces the 700 Club uh, got their Frozen news I might check them out them but um, what do I know so uh, I don't think anyone gets got... the sarcasm, by the way. I, who said anything about sarcasm? <laughs> Jeremiah. Whatever do you mean? Yes. Favorite Disney villain? Chernabog. Ooh. You know, I, I, Chernabog I love. I wish he wasn't in Villainous. Because if you're going to do Chernabog projection mapping... You gotta live up to Fantasmic, and it just really doesn't. But can we can we go back to when World of Color originally was supposed to debut with the Chernabog flame thing? Yeah, that didn't work. Never happened. Yeah. Who's your favorite Disney villain, Kyle? Well, I would have said Maleficent before Maleficent, um, <laughs> but now point. I'm gonna cheat and say Thanos. Oh. See, I like my villains to be like just pure evil and not relatable so that's why i can't go with thanos i feel like we're we're too similar you're too similar you want to kill half the people i not kill i just want to remove (laughs) half the people that would help the Uh, halloween parties yeah and and, you know they 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 asked me like at comic-con they had this like support group after infinity war came out and they're like are you doing okay i'm like yeah it's a lot less crowded here But I don't know. People are, people are, people are just not good. Who's I? I oh, so my favorite Disney villain. I I, I kind of agree with you. If Maleficent before Maleficent, uh, but you might have to Google this one. I'm gonna go with Evelyn Davis. Oh, the shareholder lady. Yeah, Mr. Iga, Mr. Iga. So, this is a rambling, but fun we hope uh, episode of laughing place podcast do you, e- either of you guys have anything halloweeny that you want to add before we depart oh you see what i did there yeah i saw it uh, yeah. jeremiah jeremiah oh jeremiah has been taken by the spirits <laughs> that's so sad anyway so kyle um if you're looking for some fun disney halloween content uh, Mike Celestino just got back from Disneyland Paris and they have some 
fun Halloween stuff over there, including a parade that's really cool and also has a very catchy song that will get stuck in your head. So I recommend checking it out. Halloween. Halloween. So this doesn't have anything to do with Halloween, but what's up with Paris and catchy songs? I don't know. Uh, my, and they're all the in English. One, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, their music is better than the average bear. Some of, them aren't, some of them are better than others. Like, the Princess okay. and Pirate is also very catchy, but not nearly as good. It's, it's so fun in the fall when the leaves are blowing. <laughs> I, what was the, the, I had the 20th anniversary song was stuck in my head for... The 20th or 25th? 25th, I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, the one that won our tw- award. 25th. It won an Audi, I believe. Yeah. They, uh... And then, oh, the songs from um, the Jungle Festival... Also, quite good. They even had and... one for Fan Days, uh, the Ducktales one. Oh, I didn't hear. Oh, I don't know. Is that on our YouTube? Um, it should be. There should be a highlights at least. Mm. They also in the dinner that they had before Fan Days, the composer made us do the dance and the choreography to it. So I'm curious, was the composer French or American? No, he was American or <laughs> English speaking and not French accent. Yeah, they they uh, I I told the story about like going to the Disneyland media event, Disneyland Paris media event, right? With the Imagineer. I don't know. I don't think he did. Oh, okay. No. So I I go to this event and I'm there early because it said be there at nine forty five, or so it says it starts at nine forty five. I go to Paris, Disneyland Paris, not realizing when they said the event is in Paris, they meant the city of Paris, not Disneyland Paris. So I. I have no idea where I'm going, so I get there early. I'm there like maybe 30 minutes early, like because I didn't know if they meant check-in time or start time, and I didn't want to screw it up because I went all the way across the world to go to this silly thing. It wasn't silly; it was actually quite good. So to be fair, but I um I see this guy come out like in a really kind of European-style Mickey shirt smoking and i go i couldn't read his name tag but i saw he had a name tag on and i'm like wow how french like just like can't even wait 20 minutes to get a cigarette right and then i go into the thing and he's an imagineer doesn't speak a lick of french and is just speaking english <laughs> and i mean i'm just not used to so i mean when i i started my disney career at disneyland and like People smoked, but it was always like it, no leader smoked. Like it was just like you know, frontline cast smoke, and usually they would try and kick the habit before they got promoted. What is happening? Sorry, that was me. <laughs> Damn. So we, and then when I go to Florida, like like three of my eight managers smoked, which kind of blew my mind because like leaders didn't smoke, and. As my Disney career went on, like less and less, you know, less and less people smoked, as you know, happened. And but you go to Paris, people smoke everywhere, all the time, even babies. Even babies? Yeah, Herman. Dude, there, there, there was one kid on Main Street smoking who I swear had got to be like 11 years old, or the smoking stunted his growth. But. In any case, I thought it was funny that, like, the one guy I thought, like, 
looked so French was American. But in any case, uh, thanks so much for joining us. I will have to say that this Halloween spectacular, I don't know, or I'm sorry, silly me, Halloween spooktacular uh, will go up Ooh. at some point. Uh, but we're going to take a little bit of a hiatus because three of your Laughing Place podcasting friends are going to be going to Japan. And uh, we don't want to waste our time while we're in Japan. Which ones. For our podcast. I'm going to go with me, Alex, and you. Correct. And me? Nope, not you. Not this time, buddy. What are you do? You're doing something. What is it? A cruise. Yeah, I, yeah. So you know, feel sad for Jeremiah. Um. <laughs> so one of my jobs at Laughing Place is to like assign who's going to go to what thing. Then, I get all the time. I send someone like on an adventure by Disney or a cruise or go to Paris or Tokyo, some silly thing will happen, like a film screening. And they're like, oh, I can't believe I'm missing this. And I'm like, you're going to be in Europe or on a Disney cruise or on an adventure by Disney. Stop whining. I'm feeling very attacked right now. <laughs> it's not just you, but you do a lot of it. <laughs> I, I did, did a lot of it, please. <laughs> Because I'd also like to point out that, like, my trip to Japan has nothing to do with Laughing Place. I mean, it's I'm it's not a trip, it's not a work trip. It's just my vacation, and I don't get to do any of these things. And so they always want to complain to me about what they didn't get to do when I didn't get to do everything. So, we are going deep behind the scenes of Laughing yeah. Place right now, and I'm not bitter, but I am. <laughs> well, fanboy. On behalf of all of us here at Laughing Place, we'd like to thank you for everything that you do. And we cannot imagine the Tetris game that is in your head with all of our names on the different blocks. Yeah, you guys you guys travel too much. We need to work on that. It's out of control. Namely, I just get tired of not knowing where anyone is. Well, um, I will say that at the D23... <laughs> They're going to try to do more events in New York for D23. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> There's direct flights from northwest Arkansas. Are you anywhere near Arkansas? Yeah, two hours from northwest Arkansas. Really? Because Missouri feels like the north and Arkansas feels like the south. Uh, Yeah, I would agree with that. No, there's actually Wait. a big contention whether Missouri is Midwest or south. But I say Midwest. Do you have? Is it like a little sign when you cross the Mason-Dixon line? Um, I don't really know where that is, quite honestly. I don't know where that is either. <laughs> I, I should, because I went to school, but it was many moons ago. I did think about it the other day, because we drove over the Mississippi River, and so I was thinking about different geographical borders. Did you sing Old Man River when you crossed it? No, I should have. Yeah, you really should have. Has this show gone on too long? It's actually been pretty short, enough. but it's still too long. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is what happens when you pre-record. Uh, yeah, so um, thanks very much. We're going to – next time we're here, we'll talk about Japan, both from Kyle's just going to Japan and me from the Adventures by Disney perspective. Uh, maybe we'll have a very special guest joining us as well. And uh, I'm thinking maybe I'll record some – 
some in-park audio of uh, you and Alex reacting to Disney Sea for the first time. Let me let me let me get it for you now. Yeah, it's overrated. I don't think that's going to be the case. <laughs> no, no, I I definitely agree with Kyle on that. It will not be that. Huh? Looks kind of eighties looking. That's Tokyo nope. Disneyland. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. No, they they built uh, the other park in two thousand one, so it'd be kind of weird to be eighties. Yeah, but doesn't stop Epcot forever. Um. Oh. Okay. Anyway, that's. Uh, that's our show. It might be bad, might be good, but we had some fun. So uh, thanks for joining us. Don't forget you can call us, email us, uh, Instagram us, uh, uh, meet Facebook. us, Facebook us, MySpace us, Friendster us, LinkedIn us, uh, Snapchat us, uh, TikTok us. We don't have a TikTok, really, do we? Not that I know of, but okay, good. Anyway, have a great day, everybody. Thanks for joining us.